2: now, Decoder Ring Theatre presents the continuing adventures of Canada's greatest superhero, that scourge of the underworld, hunter of those who prey upon the innocent, that marvellous masked mystery man known only as the Red Panda! Lost through the mists of time, the never-before-told tales of the terrific Twosome of Toronto, August Fenwick, one of the city's wealthiest men who served the city that he loves through the dark days of depression and war, and his wife and partner, Kit Baxter Fenwick, who joined him in his quest as the Flying Squirrel, the secret case files of the Red Panda. This episode, Remember When. Hello, darling.
1: Getting in some morning exercise?
0: Oh, there you are. I was thinking about sending out a search party.
1: It's barely 7 a.m. How lost could I have been?
0: I thought you would be here in the gymnasium. Isn't that what you usually do when you wake up after a full and restful four and a half hours of slumber? Usually. Do you think either of us will ever sleep for eight hours again?
1: It seems unlikely. Look at this.
0: I mean by the time i'm ready to sleep you're already waking up
1: yes i'm especially fond of those occasions i'll bet you will you stop hitting that for a moment
0: <sighs> sure thing want to hold the heavy bag for me for a while
1: not really look at this
0: oh, come on we could even spar a few rounds if you like that usually gets my motor running
1: <laughs> well let's table that and come back to it in a bit
0: I have a newspaper to run into the ground. This is a limited time offer.
1: Would you just look at this for a moment?
0: What could possibly be more interesting than the subject at hand?
1: I don't really know. I don't understand it at all.
0: <sighs> what is it?
1: One of your old journals.
0: Oh, come on, that 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 isn't fair. What isn't? I was young and in love with nothing resembling a social life and no prospects for ever having one. So I was prone to salacious daydreams, which I sometimes wrote down. I mean, how shocked can you possibly be? They're all about you. Can
1: I just say something?
0: I thought I hid all those... (sighs) Where did you even get that?
1: I think this might be a different notebook.
0: Oh. (laughs) So it doesn't read like a bodice ripper written by a desperate teenager?
1: It doesn't, but can we come back to that point a little later?
0: Maybe for next date night, if you're very good.
1: I'm a noted philanthropist and retired superhero. How much better can I get? Uh
0: Can we return to the mystery at hand, please?
1: It's probably nothing. It reads like a case log, and then it just... Doesn't. See if you can make any sense of this at all.
0: August 1st, 19... Wow, that takes me back. It was hot and steamy in the city to now, brother. Just
1: read. It gets... interesting.
0: Man, oh man, boss. That was a hot one.
1: Yes, Kit. They say it's going to continue like this all week. Which means we're going to be busy. Heat has a way of feeding the madness of those already near the edge.
0: Yeah, I noticed. <laughs> and the cold makes them desperate and liable to act rashly. I think we get about two weeks a year when the weather isn't actively supporting local crime sprees.
1: There is that.
0: I don't know how you do it in a trench coat and hat. I got me a nice breathable catsuit and it's sticking to places I didn't know I had places.
1: Yes, well, uh... I'm going to see if there are any matches on those fingerprint samples. You can head home if you like.
0: <laughs> Unless you have all the fun with the whorls and swirls? Never.
1: Suit yourself. I may get cleaned up first.
0: Oh, yeah. I could probably decowl. Oh, yes? Well, not if you're watching. I don't... I didn't... Do you have any idea what my hair is going to look like when I peel this sweatbox off? Give a girl five minutes to tame her cow head, would you?
1: I surrender. I'll go... Splash some water on my face and get the spare magnifying glass.
0: Yes, boss. You're not peeking, are you?
1: Boss? Just a minute! Look at this. You told me not to look.
0: I need you to look at this right now.
1: All right, all right. Don't get excited. Yes. I see what you mean. I
0: don't... I don't understand.
1: We had a gardener when I was a boy who carved one of the ornamental hedges into a shape like that. Father sacked him, of course. Uh, That's just
0: impossible.
1: No, I imagine he was just drunk, though... No one would discuss it in front of me.
0: What are you talking about? Uh,
1: Well, whatever it is, I begin to suspect it isn't what you're talking about.
0: I'm talking about this.
1: That is a notebook.
0: Yes, it is.
1: All right, give it to me.
0: Wait, you can't look at it.
1: You just told me to look at it. You you called me in to look at it.
0: Well, you can't.
1: All right, then. I'm glad we had this discussion. What are you doing? I was going to analyze some fingerprints.
0: But the notebook?
1: I'm not allowed to look at the notebook. I don't even know what the notebook is.
0: It's my notebook.
1: All right, then.
0: I write things in it.
1: That's an excellent use for one.
0: I don't want you to read it.
1: Then I will not.
0: But you have to read it.
1: Then please give it to me. No, boss. Congratulations. This has been our most surreal conversation ever. And that is saying something.
0: Yes, boss.
1: Is that, like, a case file? A war
0: log? Sure, okay. If you like. It's a war log.
1: So you keep your own journal of our efforts? I do. I'm not certain that isn't a security violation.
0: I keep them inside our secret lair.
1: Them? Plural.
0: This is number 22. 22?
1: And they are all inside the lair? Yes. I feel like I would have noticed that.
0: They're hidden. I'm good at hiding things. I have squirrel powers. There are six, seven hundred walnuts hidden in this room right now.
1: All right, may I ask a question?
0: Yes, boss. Really? No, boss, but there are 22 notebooks. This is the current volume. I write stuff in them about what we do and... uh, things. I write my thoughts. I write when I'm tired but full of adrenaline and I'm not ready to go home and go to bed.
1: So far that all sounds fine, so why can't I see?
0: Because you're a scientist and a master detective, and I don't want you to look at me like like I'm some stupid girl. Have
1: I ever done that?
0: You've never meant to, but you would if I let you read this book.
1: Then I won't.
0: But you have to.
1: All right... Wait. I have it. Why must I look in this book?
0: Because I just picked it up to write about what happened tonight.
1: Okay, yes.
0: But I had already done that.
1: All right. No, I'm sorry. I didn't follow that at all.
0: Look, I'm going to cover up some bits of this page with my hand and uh, this paper here. It's just... uh stuff that you think was stupid. Kit,
1: you aren't stupid, and I don't think that you are. Boss,
0: please. I'm trying to hang on to a little dignity here.
1: All right.
0: Why did you look at my hair when you said that? No reason. Okay. Okay. If you try and look at any of the redacted bits, I will never speak to you again.
1: I understand.
0: Do you believe me?
1: Not in the slightest, but I won't do it.
0: All right. Look.
1: Uh... But this... This doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. I I was only out of the room for a moment. You couldn't have written all of this. I didn't. But the handwriting is yours, and it is clearly a description of the events of the last four hours.
0: And it goes on like this for three pages. Can I see them? No!
1: All right. All right. Both... Baffling and unspeakably awkward.
0: It really is, isn't it?
1: And that's why I called you, Dr. Chronopolis. I apologize for the hour. Oh! Of course. I, I had forgotten the time difference.
0: Time difference?
1: Uh, it's not as interesting as it sounds. He's in England just now.
0: Ah, so it's already morning.
1: No, I was just telling the flying squirrel that you were in England just now. What's that? Uh no no magic, nothing. It's been quite singularly ordinary in that regard. Oh well I suppose that's true, but I don't know how we would detect that sort of thing anyway.
0: Detect magic? Are you funning me? Uh,
1: doctor, uh, that seems absurd. Uh, no, I suppose I don't. What? Oh, uh, it's nearly three in the morning here. Well, That's good.
0: Something's good? That sounds good. What's good?
1: It's nearly eight in the morning there, so there doesn't appear to be a temporal anomaly between here and there.
0: What's that? Okay, I have no idea what that means.
1: Ah, uh, apparently it isn't good after all. A small anomaly would be more likely to fold and dissipate.
0: Oh, good. No,
1: he says it isn't good.
0: It's okay. I was faking it.
1: But, Doctor, I wouldn't even begin to know how to do that. Uh yes, mm, yes I, I have one Well I suppose I could do that, but Alright, but what sort of scaled Yes Yes. Alright, I'll I'll try Yes, well I'll let you know. All right I will Goodbye. Well? You're really not kidding around with this? Somehow?
0: I'd banter like nobody's business, but wild goose chases are not my thing.
1: All right. I have some things to gather together. Dr. Chronopolis talked me through constructing a rudimentary temporal flux detector.
0: Oh, good. Do I need to know what that is?
1: It should... Allow us to rule one or two things out.
0: Any specific things in particular?
1: Displaced time energy.
0: Hold on a second. Time energy? Like like time time? Is there another time? Time travel? Mm. I love time travel. That's
1: because you've never done it. Except, apparently, you have...
0: You think I traveled in time, wrote my notebook, and traveled back?
1: Of course not. That would be impossible.
0: (laughs) Okay, good. We agree about that.
1: I think, or rather our friend Dr. Chronopolis thinks, that you, or more precisely, an area of the universe not smaller than the solar system, and quite possibly very much larger than that, has entered
0: a temporal loop. See? You start off making sense, and then you just keep going.
1: A repeating pattern in time... In theory, a large enough trauma of time energy could cause one. It would repeat endlessly, unless the cycle was broken.
0: Well, how do we do that?
1: Find the cause of the trauma and prevent it from happening again.
0: And for this, we need to detect displaced time energy? Yes. And there's a certain amount
1: of urgency involved.
0: Why? Don't we have all the time in the world?
1: Was that a joke? It wanted to be. Good, because we don't. If we are in a time loop, the odds are that this was not our first repeat trip. What do you mean? I mean it's very possible that we've had that warehouse fight before. Dozens, perhaps hundreds of times.
0: (laughs) That's crazy. We would know.
1: Not according to the doctor. Apparently... Cracks would only start to appear in the loop when it had contracted almost to the breaking point.
0: Cracks like my notebook?
1: Cracks like your notebook. What are you doing?
0: Writing this down.
1: What on earth for?
0: Just in case. Might help us skip a step next time.
1: Oh, ye of little faith. There we go. It's crude and boxy and held together in several places by bits of tape but unless I've missed something fundamental what I have in my hand should be a rudimentary time energy detector uh huh
0: can't talk and write
1: all right then so no fanfare I suppose it wasn't really anything terribly clever all I did was follow directions
0: I will nurture your ego later just see if it works all right all right
1: (coughs) there and well If I have these... dials hooked up right, that These energy fields are enormous. And terribly unstable.
0: Terribly unstable.
1: You can't possibly be caught up already.
0: I glossed over some nuance. I also kept it clean. What? Nothing. You just built a time thingy in three minutes. Don't pretend to be impressed with my speed writing. What do we do now?
1: We use this detector to follow the anomaly back to its source... And eliminate it before it throws us back for another loop.
0: Is that even possible? Of
1: course it is. All we have to do is... Squirrel. Squirrel, are you all right?
0: Boss? Boss, what's going on? Uh, th- 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 we were in the lair.
1: Kit, are you all right?
0: The warehouse. We're about to take down the warehouse.
1: Well, we were.
0: But it's after three in the morning. Don't
1: be absurd, Squirrel. It's not even midnight yet.
0: Don't bet on it, boss. I think it's later than you think.
1: You are listening to The Red Panda Adventures from com. I know how it sounds, Dr. Chronopolis, but when we got back to the lair, there were two distinct entries in the journal.
0: I can't believe you called them again.
1: No, I, I didn't see all of the first one, but what I saw was a very detailed account of our fight with members of the Delaney Gang.
0: I told you what was happening, but now you'd rather call Long distance. Will you
1: stop complaining? What else was I supposed to do? Uh, no, not you, Doctor. <laughs> the, 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 the second entry was also dated today... ...and contained some hasty notes on temporal theory in the Flying Squirrel's handwriting... ...and I thought I ought to check with an expert. Again. Oh, yes. Apparently we've had this conversation at least once already. Oh, yes? Yes. I see. Well, I could try, but wouldn't it have a better chance to succeed if you built it? Oh. Oh, I see. Uh, the the cracks would start to appear close to the source of the energy trauma. Which means we might be close enough to find it before it happens and stop it from happening again.
0: Well, we might have been, but we stopped to call England.
1: Please stop it. No, not you, Doctor. All right, uh... All right, go ahead.
0: Dear Red Panda. Next time, please do not call Dr. Chronopolis in England, where I was not supposed to know that he was, except you have called him twice now. There was an accident with temporal energy, somewhere near here, apparently, and we have to find the source and stop it. The loop has started to crack under the strain, and that's what happened to my notebook, and now me. All right. Um... Yes, I have one of those. And that's good, but if it cracks too far, I'm assuming it will shatter and tear a decent-sized hole in the universe. I know I'm not using the right sciency type words that would get your attention, but please consider the source. And that I am not prone to goofing around on company time. You need to build a rudimentary time-energy detector, and Dr. Chronopolis is telling you how to do it right now. The notes are pasted on the next page. See, next page.
1: Yes, yes. I'll let you know.
0: that right, I will. Goodbye. I don't mean to sound like a deputy downer, and I sure hope we don't go around the roundabout again, but we had a three-hour advantage when the loop went back, and we'd blown most of it fighting the Delaney gang all over again, and then having an argument, and now calling England again, and it's nearly 2.20, and you're still building the machine, which gives us a whole lot of not much time to stop by whatever it is from rehappening once we find it. I'm starting to like time travel a lot less than I used to, and I really, really want to shower like nobody's business. Okay, don't, don't read the part about me showering, or at least don't dwell on it. I really need to write less stream of consciousness. Maybe starting right now. Kit? Are you talking to anyone in particular? Yes, boss. I'm talking to you. Next time, you. Next time I what? Listen to your partner, maybe?
1: Kit, I was listening... You told me that I called Dr. Chronopolis and he told me how to build a rudimentary time-energy detector.
0: Yes, that happened. And then you did it again.
1: Of course I did it again. How was I supposed to build the machine if he never told me how?
0: Oh. Well, actually, that is kind of an interesting point. Do you have any paste?
1: Paste? Uh, white cabinet, third drawer. So, is your pretty little nose less out of joint now?
0: You think it's pretty? What? My nose. Nose what? You weren't listening to what you were saying, were you?
1: I think I may not have been, but possibly because I was building this.
0: Good, yes. Time energy detector, yay!
1: Yes, all right. No fanfare.
0: Can I have that list?
1: This isn't a list. It's the directions to construct this device. Uh,
0: I know what they are. May I have them, please? What are you doing? Pasting them in my notebook. So next time, you don't have to call England and make small talk.
1: Oh, ye of little faith. Look! These energy readings are...
0: Enormous and terribly unstable, yes? Yes. Get in the car. I'm sorry if I'm in a hurry, but we have less than an hour before the time loop repeats, and we flip back to point A again. And the only advantage we have is this book. So if we could just...
1: Squirrel? Squirrel, are you all right? What
0: the? We're back on the roof. Pack.
1: We haven't left yet.
0: We had an hour. Hour what? Are you all right? The loop contracts each time it repeats. We have less time every time. Less
1: time for what? Then
0: <sighs> I bet I know what happens when the loop gets down to zero.
1: I think we should get you back to the lair. It must be this heat.
0: The warehouse fight. The Delaney gang.
1: Well, I suppose it could be the Delaney gang, but... Where did you get that notebook?
0: My notebook?
1: Yes, I said that just now.
0: I was holding my notebook.
1: You still are, actually. May I see that?
0: No! I have my notebook. I was holding it when the loop came.
1: Congratulations. This has got to be our most surreal conversation ever. And And that's saying saying something. something. Yes. Have we done that bit before?
0: Yes, except not really. Listen, I would love to explain, but we have very little time to save an unspecified vastness of the universe, so listen very closely. Mick Delaney is in the old foreman's office with two goons with forty fives. There's a rifle at the south door, a tommy gun in the stairwell, and four dock wallopers who come running when they hear the circus come to town. Move fast, hit hard, and remember, Delaney has a hidden piece under the desk. Kit, how do you... No time for questions. You've got a rudimentary time energy detector to build. <laughs> Why is this taking so long? What
1: are you Talking about. I've never done anything like this before.
0: Yes, you have. You've done it at least twice.
1: Well, if I have, I don't remember it, so it doesn't count, I'm afraid.
0: When you get these instructions from Dr. Chronopolis, you built this in half the time. You didn't even think about it. You just took the parts and put them together like tinker toys. If
1: you say so. But when you
0: get the list from me, you stop and stare at each instruction like it can't possibly be right.
1: Kit, I didn't get this list from you. I mean, Obviously, I did, but the instructions are in my handwriting. I wrote this, and I don't remember it, and I have no knowledge of what any of this does, and I can't help but wonder... You
0: have to help but wonder, boss. You have to finish this thing. I don't know if I mention this, but if you don't, everybody dies. Or something.
1: All right, all right. I suppose that will have to do. I don't really see how this is supposed to... Oh, well, you look at that. It works.
0: Yes! I'm energy detector, yay, give it to me. What are you doing? Waiting.
1: I thought there was no time to waste.
0: There wasn't, but then we did. And it isn't really your fault. I thought if I showed you that we'd fought the Delaney's before, you would be on board, but it still took time took the same amount of time, actually. And you didn't have to call England, but if I'm right about how far the time loop contracts each time, we've lost that advantage. We've lost almost everything. We've got one last shot at this, and I need to start with my notebook in one hand, and the time detector thingy in the other. Kid? Yeah?
1: I probably shouldn't say this, but... when you take charge like this... Yeah? It's... really very...
0: Yeah? Squirrel!
1: Squirrel, are you alright?
0: Oh, no, that just isn't fair!
1: What isn't fair? And where did you get that device? And that notebook?
0: I'll explain in the car, boss. You can read at high speed without getting carsick, can't you?
1: Can I? What?
0: Good. Let's hope you can do it while you operate a time-energy detector. A time-energy detector?
1: Time, energy... Come on,
0: come on, no standing around. The Delaney gang can wait until tomorrow. I'm taking charge, and it's really very something, isn't it?
1: Yes. Yes, I suppose it is.
0: Holy moly.
1: I should say so. It looks like we found our time anomaly.
0: You can say that again.
1: Apparently I will.
0: I don't understand what's happened here. This this guy in the lab coat, the mad scientist du jour, he looks like he's frozen. And his machine... Don't
1: touch him. Don't get any closer to him. I have no idea what he was trying to do. Probably travel in time.
0: I hate time travel.
1: But he seems to have created a a bubble of time moving at a different speed all around him. Hardly moving at all. And the point of contact between the two different times is under tremendous
0: stress. Like, time can't move on without it. And he keeps pulling us back like like a big elastic band.
1: The data doesn't support any particular homespun analogy, but yes, if you like...
0: So the whole world gets pulled back to him every time?
1: I imagine it all rolls back further than that. To a point where he is working on his machine and you and I are standing on a rooftop preparing to beat the tar out of the Delaney gang.
0: So now we're here and and we can't stop him?
1: I don't see how. He's turned the machine on. The stress between the two time streams is building. We'll snap back at any moment.
0: And next time we won't even have enough time to get here.
1: I'm afraid that just might be the case. We may be doomed to repeat the same loop over and over until the time stream repairs itself. Or fractures in a catastrophic fashion.
0: Fractures? Cracks? It's already cracking. I'm one of the cracks! What? My notebook, then me, then the time thingy. We're all part of one of the cracks. I'm not doing the same thing over and over. I can change the loop!
1: That seems true enough, but how?
0: He's working from notes. Looks like years worth of work. How about if his notes suddenly vanished? What? And some of his stuff. Here, this looks important. What are you doing? Help me pick up as much of the stuff as I can hold.
1: But the time loop, when it repeats, all of this will reset.
0: Unless I'm holding it. Then it goes into the time cracks with me. And Dr. Timenstein here loses all of his goodies.
1: That's just crazy enough to work.
0: Bring me that stuff. Those books, gizmos, everything.
1: Here, hold on. Can you can you hold all of this?
0: I got it. Just help me a little. I can't. Okay. 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 Yes. I think I got it.
1: All right. Good. Hey, boss. Yes.
0: Come here a, a little. I think this might be slipping. Where? Here. Hmm. Hmm. <sighs> Yeah, that was a dirty trick.
1: You... You kissed me.
0: Nothing gets past you, boss.
1: I can't... I didn't...
0: You kissed me. Yeah. I was kind of hoping time would reset without this big... awkward pause.
1: Awkward pause? Squirrel, are you alright?
0: And there it is.
1: Where did you... Where did all this stuff come from?
0: I'll explain later, boss. Later. Much, much later. And I did.
1: Some of those details weren't in the notebook.
0: Yeah, I noticed that.
1: Are you telling me that you remembered all of that? All these years? I did. Our first kiss And I didn't even know.
0: It was more of a sneak attack than a proper kiss. But it kept things warm for several years while I waited for you to get a clue.
1: You know, if you'd ever left one of these notebooks lying around, it might have helped. These early pages are not subtle.
0: I know. I tried. You kept respecting my privacy like a big clueless jerk.
1: Can I ask what happened to our mystery scientist?
0: I put an agent on him. He kept trying, never got that far again.
1: So, we saved the world.
0: Well, you mostly helped them look pretty, but yes, we saved the world.
2: Hooray for us!
1: Yes, boss.
0: Yes,
2: boss. And so concludes another adventure of the Red Panda! This recording and the story, characters, and situations contained therein are the exclusive property of their creator and copyright holder, Greg Taylor, and are produced and distributed by Decoder Ring Theatre through arrangement with him. These recordings may not be rebroadcast or redistributed by any means for any reason without express permission. Until next time, when Decoder Ring Theatre brings you the further thrilling adventures of Canada's greatest superhero, this is Stephen Burley reminding you DecoderRingTheatre.com is your address to adventure!
1: the red panda adventures episode 120 remember when was written and directed by greg taylor with original music by andrea lyons and featured the vocal talents of clarissa deneter and greg taylor until next time for all of us here good night
2: this is jack ward and from every one of us here at the mutual audio network we wish you your family and all your friends safe harbor during these difficult times. Please follow the scientific and medical experts' advice and we'll always be here for you daily at Mutual.